Sometimes when we think about the concept of delegation, we just assume that it, it requires money or that it's going to be very expensive. And I think that the first piece of this is understanding what actually the costs are of the tasks that you want to delegate. And if you get that hour back, what can you do with that hour that can actually drive more revenue for you or more efficiency for you? So I wouldn't just put it away to say, I can't afford it because I can guarantee you, each of us can delegate so many things. From CEO School, it's Wind Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and life. Cheers. This episode is sponsored by The Club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hey everyone, welcome to CEO School's Wind Down Wednesday, part two of the question series with Sophia Rubio, our chief of staff. Hi, Sophia. Hi, everybody. How are you? I am Sophia. I had so much fun last week asking Sunny all our most frequent questions from our social media, and I'm back with more. Are you ready, Sunny? I am so ready. I had so much fun answering that question. It was so short. I'm, I'm loving these short series on Wednesday. So I hope we can do more of these and bring on more series. So let us know what you thought about last week's episode. I'm excited to hear what questions came up for today. People definitely let us know what they thought. And the most common question this week was, I need to know what are the systems I am so happy you, you're having a day in the life where you're integrating all your three buckets, but what does that mean practically? How can I do that in my life? So run us by some systems that you have, Sunny. What does your home life look like? What does your work life look like? How do you practically have it all? I love it. The number one thing that I can talk about in this topic Systems can be applied anywhere. So I do believe in applying running your life like a business. And so that's also part of CEO school. That's part of our club. That's something that we teach on every single month is all these systems for business should be applied in your everyday life. And I'm going to give you a perfect example of what I mean by that. A system is just a way for you to stay organized, for you to know what's ahead for you to have a place that you can fall on as a process. You don't ever feel that overwhelming feeling. So you don't feel lost. So you don't feel flustered. And other people around you, your constituents, your family, whoever is important to that process knows exactly what's also taking place, right? That's a system. And everything can be systemized. Even if it's your groceries, even if it's your home, even if it's your kids drop off pickup, even if it's your work calendar, it's your meetings, every single thing can have a system and it doesn't have to be complicated. And so that's the first thing that I'm going to say is really take a look at where you are spending your time. So First step number one is just doing a time audit. So that this is something that I do and we do at CEO school every single quarter as a team. I would do this for your team. If you are doing this in entrepreneurship or if you're trying to do this at home, do a time audit. Where is everybody spending their time and how can you improve the efficiency of that time? There's so many places that we're wasting time probably that you don't want to be wasting time. And so whether that be something as simple as groceries, right? So we have completely decided as a family that we are not ordering groceries anymore. Sometimes when I need to run away from my family, I go hide at Trader Joe's and I spend two hours like 
picking out my tomatoes and it's really fun. Um, but I don't take the kids with me and it's therapeutic. But other than those hideout times, it is, it's a system that we've just gotten rid of because it takes time to go buy your groceries. Yes, it's fun. It was something that I actually enjoy. So I've never not enjoyed grocery shopping because I love to pick out like the ingredients. We're definitely big chefs in our home. Like we love to cook uh, our meals every day together. And so having fresh ingredients is really important. But what we realize is we're just spending a lot of time, that unnecessary time in doing so. And so really looking at your time and saying, how can I give myself back the time and create a system around it? So something as simple as groceries and just outsourcing your groceries to a delivery service um, is a very simple way for you to create a system. And it's not just being like groceries on demand, right? That also takes time and energy. So throughout the week, I will add things like if I'm running out of milk or if I'm running out of like products that I use, I'll just throw it onto my ship cart, but I won't even just hit order because the process, the system that we have in place as a family is that our groceries arrive on Sunday. And so we try not, unless it's like a necessity that we need certain items, but every Sunday we have a system in place that we do our meal prep and that our fridge is stocked and that we have a reset in our house for our meal system, I guess you could say. So I'm having to not think about it, right? So we share this, we share the app, we throw in the groceries and on Sunday it's delivered and we do a final check to make sure that we have the things. And then on Sunday, we have the time to get our groceries organized. We know what we're going to eat. We map out, here's like three meals that we're going to cook together and get, we don't even cook it, but we get the trays ready for like whatever needs to get chopped up so that when we get home, I have one less thing to think about um, to do. So that's a really easy example that I can think of, Sophia, of like a simple system that you can put in place by doing a time audit. So systems, systems, systems. What would you tell people that would tell you back? Even if I put all the stuff I need to do into systems, Sanira, I'd be so, so busy. There would be no time in my calendar. What then? Yeah, you can't tell me that because I run two companies, have two kids (laughs) and show up on social media, run a podcast. You have the time. Like you have the time. You are using your time for things that are not moving the needle for you, that you are not part of your three buckets that are fulfilling you or that you want to. And if so, you have to delete those. And so first step I told you in the last thing was creating the systems, right? And these go for work too. So your calendar is too busy, create a system, right? Block off, do time blocking on your calendar. That's a great way to create a system on your calendar to say that I'm going to do sales calls on Mondays um, between these hours. I'm going to do my media calls or I'm going to do... I don't know what you do from like a work standpoint, but I have blocks. So um, my Thursdays are usually CEO school blocks and Mondays uh, Mondays are 100% my KPI blocks and my team one-on-ones are on Tuesday. So I have systems on my calendar and to protect my time, I also have blockers on my calendar that I don't book meetings past a certain time or I don't start meetings past a certain time. And on Fridays, I do not book meetings. So I, it's a free day that I have, and I always end up utilizing or putting a meeting on there that I need to. But what that allows me to do is that I always have space on my calendar to place something if things come up. And so that's a really system piece that you can put in place, right? So going back to the, the question is number one, we said do a time audit. And then once you do a time audit of where you're spending your time, what could be more efficient? Does this even fulfill you? Is this even worth your time? Like, do you even want to do this? 
or maybe you have to do it and you still have to do it. And that's perfectly okay. Right? Like I can't skip my kid's bedtime. Bedtime's not my favorite, by the way, my two-year-old drives me absolutely insane at bedtime. I do not like bedtime right now. I would rather do everything in the morning, have kids. I'll do all the drop-offs. I'll do the breakfast. I'll do the things. Faisal, please do bedtime. But whatever that is, you still have to do the next piece of it, work life. This is the secret. This is how I do it. Do delegate delete. It's simple. We have a club workshop that we recently also did inside of the club where I literally ran through this workshop and we did it in real time for all the women of what we're due delegating and deleting. And this can be applied again. All of these principles can be applied to our work and it can be applied at home. So what do I mean by that? There are certain tasks that you yourself will have to do. This podcast episode, I have to do. I cannot be the one to outsource this podcast. This is part of my responsibilities. I also get a lot of joy out of it, but it's part of my do list. I cannot delegate it, but I can delegate out the editing. I can delegate out how it goes up on social media. So I just have to show up for the part that I have to do and really looking at that time because just take this podcasting, for example, this could take me all day to, to create an episode, interview the guests, make sure that I'm prepared, do the, the pro, do the show, do the editing, get all the assets up on social media. That could be about probably about six hours of time per episode, right? For, for one episode. I don't have that time, nor is it the most valuable use of my time. And so using this example, I'm going to show us how we can do delegate delete. So the do part is I have to show up and do the recording. I want to show up from my zone of genius. That's where you should be showing up for is where you are thriving. The delegate part is the part I, I, I would spend the whole day. I wouldn't even know how to begin to go edit sound on episode. I don't know how to get the show notes up. We have the best podcast editor on planet earth, Caitlin Howard, shout out to Caitlin. Once again, she is the one who's an expert. This is her zone of genius. And that is delegated out of my realm. And there are things that we have also gone and looked at our process to say, Hey, we should just delete that. Not every episode needs to have video content. Not every episode needs to be full hour in length when wind down Wednesdays need to be shorter. And so looking at a simple thing that you have to do, you can look at it and say, how can I squeeze the maximum amount of efficiency that serves me, serves my team? And so that is how I look at systems is in do, delegate, and delete. And Sophia, before you ask me, I'm sure you're going to have, you have another question here. I do want to kind of go a little further on this do, delegate, delete piece, because there's probably things that you're doing in your life that just also need to be deleted. Like that is probably one of the biggest, like this month's club was reset and delete. And we went harder on this, just the deleting portion. So first I would say is deleting is the hardest part. So first figure out what you have to do, then figure out what part of that do you can delegate. And then once you figure that out, really ask yourself what can be deleted. So that I believe is the, the secret magic to creating systems, to running your life, to running your business is knowing what falls into those categories. That is amazing, Sanira. So let me be a little bit crass here. So what about for those that are just starting out? What if I just use my last paycheck to start my business? I don't have an extra dollar to delegate out. What then? That's a really good question. I think sometimes when we think about the concept of delegation, we just assume that it requires money or that it's going to be very expensive. 
And I think that the first piece of this is understanding what actually the costs are of the tasks that you want to delegate. And if you get that hour back, what can you do with that hour that can actually drive more revenue for you or more efficiency for you? So I wouldn't just put it away to say, I can't afford it because I can guarantee you each of us can delegate so many things and delegation doesn't have to be even charged. You can find people to delegate things to, right? So something as simple as, um, like systems and in your, I don't know how big, if you have a small team delegating off tasks to the right people that's in their zone of genius, they're more appreciative of doing those tasks that they love to do versus tasks that they may have that you should be doing or somebody else should be doing. So there are delegations even at home, right? I mean, like I I was just mentioning, I, I don't love bedtime. Maybe my partner loves bedtime and he thought that I like needed bedtime. And so we can, you delegating doesn't necessarily have to be Um, an expensive thing, but going into business, what that could look like, or going into just getting an assistant, right? A virtual assistant would be the first place that I would start. If I was a new business owner, if I was even at state home mom, like I would still try to get myself an assistant. It doesn't matter where you are in your, I think assistants should have assistance. And let me tell you why, because there are tasks that we talk about are $10 tasks and there are $10,000 tasks. And as CEO or as the person running your life, you should be doing the $10,000 tasks. And I say $10,000 tasks at this like obnoxious number for a reason, because I want you to separate out what's a $10 task and what's a $10,000 task. You should be working on the things that really do make an impact and that can drive more revenue for you. So if you can get a personal assistant and pay them $20 an hour for a personal assistant to take on, let's say five hours a week of things. Let's say it's booking your, your appointments, booking your podcast, creating some social content or creating the design works that'll save you Um, design work. Let's do that. Canva, such a simple thing. You already have a process in place. You've already created this system. You just need somebody to administer the system and it's going to take you an hour, you know, two hours a week to do. That's such an easy task to delegate and train somebody on, but that two hours that you spend, right. So you, you, you can find five hours a week of stuff and spend a hundred dollars to do that. And I, I guarantee that you can find it or whatever that looks like for you. Um, but that money that you spend, then the time that you are going to save, what can you do with that hour? Can you make more client calls? Cause you're the one that has to do it and you can go drive more revenue. Can you spend more time with your loved ones that you're not going to get that time back versus delegating out your laundry service, pickup, drop off. There are places that you can actually invest in delegation that are going to serve you with that uh, million dollar mindset with that million dollar result because you've outsourced that $10 task. And so really challenge yourself. Even if you're a bootstrapped entrepreneur, even if you don't have the funding to have a full-time assistant, a full-time nanny, a full-time anything, you don't need full-time. Just look at where you're spending your time and find those incremental wins. There's always incremental wins. And I promise you, it's addicting. Once you start this process and you start delegating, that is what great leaders do. They know what to do. Not everything can and should be delegated. I still love to cook with my family. That is a hundred percent. Like I don't want that outsourced, even though I can outsource it. Not everything needs to be delegated. If it brings you joy, that to me is a $10,000 task being with my family and cooking with my family. But what I can delegate out is making sure that my groceries are in my refrigerator. I don't have to go grocery shopping and that everything is chopped up and nicely done. So when I come home, I can spend quality time in doing so. So really challenging you to find five hours a week. So that's a task for today's episode. Find those five hours, 
Sophia, I know you've done this and you've grown so much in even your role of how you're delegating. And so find those five hours that you can delegate. It's not going to be as expensive as you think. This is so powerful. You're right. I have been learning how to do this this year, but even when I came on the team, delegating your 10, $10 task to me was to me a $10,000 task in experience and what I was learning. So it is really a win-win situation. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us on this topic. I'm sure um, people online are going to love it. I cannot wait for next week. I cannot wait to see the questions that we get next week. And thank you for having me, Sunny, again. Awesome. Let's do it. One final round of this. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and show. Our team at CEO School works extremely hard to bring you the best content, authentic conversations, and expert guests curated every single week to keep you leveling up in leadership, business, and in life. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating telling us what you enjoy the most. We will be sending CEO School swag for the next 100 reviews, so don't miss out. Write a review and send us a screenshot at podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Again, it's podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Thanks so much. We love having you here.